Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Mem Test. We're starting four lines from the top at the two dots. Our Mishnah had said lachin, that certain materials may be used for as may be used for atmana only if they're dry, but not lach moist. And now the Gemara asks, Ibaylahu, Lachin Machmas Atman is the Isser when they are naturally moist? Machmas Acher, does or does the Isser apply even when they're moist because of some sort of other liquid that was poured on them? And even in that case, they're considered Dabr Hamaisif Hevel, something that will add heat. Tashma, the Gemara attempts an answer. We said, only at the time that they're moist. Then we're referring to something that's moist from an external factor, shop beer, that makes sense. Because muchin, which is something that's not natural from the ground, as opposed to straw or grape skins or asavim or grasses. So the only way it can become moist is from something external. But if you're going to say that the only is applies when they're moist naturally, how do you have a case where muchin are moist naturally? The Gemara answer is no. We're referring to wool that came from between the thighs of the animal, and that's naturally moist because of all the perspiration of the animal, and therefore we still could be talking about lachin machmas atman. Asking more about the Tani Rabbi Shaya, Tani b'ksosi veishu peirsi veishu a person's lie to do atmana in dry clothing and dry produce. Avalei b'ksos lach, avalei peirs lachin, not in moist clothing or moist produce. Ksos lach machmas atman heichem shkachas la. How do you have clothing that's naturally moist? It's clothing. The Gemara says no. In Martin Deban Itmi, that also could be referring to clothing that was made from wool that came between the animal thighs and therefore it has this natural moistness to it therefore we don't have an answer about if it's lachim machmas atman or from some sort of external factor Continues the Mishnah. Time in a repairs a person is allowed to do hatmana in clothing or in produce, bekan fayyayna in feathers from a dove, ubin asaris shal harashim, carpenter sawdust, ubin ar shal pishtan daka, fine flax combings, Rabbi Yehuda aiser badaka, Rabbi Yehuda does not allow the fine ones, umatim bagaza, however, he does allow the coarse ones. Amr Rabbiani, Rabbiani says, Tfilin srichin gufnaki, Tfilin requires a clean body to wear them, kalisha balkanafayim, like Alisha the winged one. Mahi, what is this referring to that they need a clean body? Abayam Abayah says, Shalayaf yachbahen, a person has to be sure that he's able to hold himself in and not pass wind while he's wearing his tefillin. Rav Amarava says, a person should not sleep in them. Perhaps when he's sleeping, he's going to pass wind or become a balkari, and that's disrespectful for the tefillin. However, when he's awake, he doesn't have to ensure that he's a type of person that can hold himself in. Every person can hold themselves in. Ask more of a my carly about Kanafaim. Why do we call him the winged one? Shapam Achas Gazer Machas Remi Harsha Gezera Al Yisrael. That one time the evil Roman kingdom decreed a decree on the Jews, anyone that wears tefillin, they're going to gouge out his brain in the place where the tefillin rests over. And Elisha wore tefillin. And he went out to the marketplace. One officer saw him. He ran away from him. He chased him. Once the officer caught up to him, he took them off his head and held him in his hand. The officer told him, what do you have in your hand? I've... Feathers of a dove. Pasha Desyadeh opened his hand, and there was feathers of a dove in his hand, and it happened. That's what they call him, Elisha the winged one. Gemara asks, Why specifically a dove as opposed to any other bird? Because Knesset Yisrael, the Yidin, are compared to a dove. Shunamar says in the Pasuk, Wings of a dove are covered with silver. Just like a dove, its wings are what protect it. As opposed to other birds that use their beak to protect themselves, a dove flaps its wings to protect itself. Afisrael, so to the Jews, mitzvahs meginis aleim, the mitzvahs that they do protect themselves were compared to a dove and not any other bird. 
Now, our Mishnah had told us two separate things that may be used for Atmana. Nisar Shal Harashin, carpenter sawdust, and Nisar Shal Pishtun, which were flax combings. Rabbi Yehuda argued that coarse ones may be used and fine ones may not be used. The Gemara asks, Yibayilahu, Rabbi Yehuda on Nisar Shal Harashin Kai, was Rabbi Yehuda referring to the sawdust, that only coarse sawdust may be used but not fine? Ayan Nisar Shal Pishtun Kai, or was he referring to the flax combings, that only coarse flax combings can be used and not the fine ones? Tashma, we have arrived from a Brisa, the Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda says, Nisar Shal Pishtun, flax combings, Daka, the fine ones, Harika Zevel, they're considered like manure, they're a double Hamais of Hevel and may not be used. Shema, we know, we see from here, on Nisar Shal Pishtun Kai, that we're referring to the flax combings and not the sawdust. Says the Mishnah, a person is allowed to do hatmana in animal hides and move them around. They're not mukta, he could use them to lean on. He could do hatmana in wool shearings, but he is not allowed to move them around. He wants to use them for further processing and to clothing and whatnot. Now the Mishnah asks, what is he supposed to do if he actually did hatmana in them? He can't move his pot. The mission suggests, he could take the pot cover off, the gizet semer that are on top of the pot cover are going to fall off, and it's not a problem. Rashi clarifies that the pot cover is not considered a basis ladaver hamukta, because the pot cover is simply there to serve as a cover for the pot. It's not meant to serve as a base for the gizet semer on top of them, therefore you could pick up the pot cover and you don't have a problem of mukta. Now we have to figure out how to get the pot out of the box which it's in, it's being surrounded by these gizet semer. Rebbe Nazari suggests Kupa Mate Al You should take the entire box that has the Gizet Semer and the pot inside of it, turn it onto its side, Vinaitel, and then you take out the food that you need from it. Shema Yitol, perhaps you're going to remove the pot from the box, Veina Yachel, Lachsir, and you're not going to be able to put it back in because once you remove the pot, now you create an empty cavity, the Gizet Semer will fall into it, now you have nowhere to put your pot back into. You could take your pot out and put it back in, and the Gemara is going to explain what exactly they're arguing about. Now the Gemara says, Yosef Rav Yenison ben Achinoi, Rav Yenison ben Elazar, they were sitting together, Yosef Rav Chanina Bar Hamagabayo, Rav Chanina Bar was sitting with them. And they asked the following question, When our Mishnah told us that you're allowed to use animal hides, were they referring to homeowner's animal hides, but a craftsman animal hides, came into Kapitalayo, since he's makbid, that they shouldn't get ruined because he wants to sell them, so you're not allowed to move them, or our Mishnah is perhaps even referring to a craftsman's hides, they may also be moved and they're not mukta. The culture can and for sure Balabais' hides are allowed to be moved around. Amrulhu Rabbianus ibn Alazar, he said to them, Mistabrashal Balbayas Tanan, it makes sense that we're referring to homeowners. Avoshal Uman, but a craftsman's hides, Kapitalayu, he's makbid on them, he doesn't want them get, to get ruined because he wants to sell them, and therefore they're mukta. Amrulhu Rabbhanin Barham Rabbhanin Barhamma told them, Kacham Rabbi Shmuel Rabbiasi, this Rabbi Shmuel Rabbiasi said, Memtasama base on the top. Abba Shalachahava, my father was a professional tanner of Amar, and he would tell me during the week, have you shlachin, why don't you bring some hides, Vinesh Valam, and we'll sit on them. So we see that even a craftsman is not makbid about them. Machlekes Amarayim, what the halacha is regarding the hides of an uman, of a craftsman. Mesve, the Gemara asks on this opinion that we just mentioned, Nisarm Shabal Abayas, boards that belong to a homeowner, Metatlon son, you can move them, Vishal Uman, but ones that belong to a craftsman, you're not allowed to move them on Shabbos. However, if you had intent before Shabbos to put bread on them to serve it to the guests, you're allowed to carry them whether or not they belong to Uman or the Balabayas. So we see that only if you had intent before Shabbos to use them are you allowed to use them. But without intent, without Chishav before Shabbos, you're not allowed to use them. The Gemara answers no. Shining Nisarm, the Kapitalayu, boards of an Uman, of a craftsman, he's very mockable about them, he doesn't want them to get ruined or warped, therefore they need Chishav before Shabbos. But hides of an Uman, not necessarily. 
the Gemara tries to bring a proof, Tashma, regarding this Machleka Samuraim of hides of an Uman, Oires, hides, Bein Avudim, Bein She'in Avudim, whether or not they're tanned or not, Mutal Tatalim B'Shabbos, you're allowed to move them on Shabbos, Volemur Avudim, and the only reason why we mention tanned, El Inyan Tumbavad, is only regarding their susceptibility to Kabbal Tumma. The Gemara says, My love, Loi Shnashal Baal Bayas, Loi Shnashal Uman. This obviously seems that there's no differentiation between Baal Bayas and Uman. So we say, no, Loi Shal Baal Bayas is only referring to that of a Baal Bayas. Well, Shal Uman Mai, what about a craftsman's hides? Ein Metatalin, you're not allowed to move them on Shabbos. The Gemara says, hold on one second, Yachi, if so, Hadetani, that which we said in this Brisa, Veloi Amr Avud and El Inyan Tumbavad, that the only reason why we mention the word tanned is regarding their susceptibility to be Makabal Tumbal, Liflik Vlisni Bedida. We should have just made a differentiation within the Brisa itself. When did we say you're allowed to move them, Bishal Baal Bayas, only if they belong to a homeowner? But if they belong to a craftsman, you are not allowed to move them. Why don't we make that differentiation? The Gemara says, no, that's not a question. Kula Baal Bayas Kamari. This entire Brisa is referring to a Baal Bayas' hides. And, the, and anyway, we see that we have a Machlekes Tanoim regarding the hides of a craftsman. Kitanai, Machlekes Tanoim. The hides of a Baalbayas, they can be carried on Shabbos. If they belong to an Uman, they may not be moved. Rabbi Yaisi says, Whether it's an Uman or a Baalbayas, they can be moved. So we see not only is it a Machlekes Amirayim, but it's also Machlekes Tanayim, whether or not hides of an Uman may be moved on Shabbos. And the Gemara continues, Hadur Yasuf becoming Bailu, these three Amorim were sitting and asked the following question. Hadidna, that which we have in a Mishnah, Avis Malachas, Abraham Chasar Achas, that there's 40 minus 1 Avis Malachas, 39 Malachas. Kenegg and me, who do they correspond to? What an important question. We've already learned 48 Daf talking about the Malachas of Shabbos, and we don't necessarily know what these Avis Malachas correspond to. Amrlu Reb Chanina Bar Chama, Kenegg Avoidis Hamishkan, it's corresponds to all the work that was done in the Mishkan. Rashi quotes a Pasuk that we compare the work of, that was done in the Mishkan and the Isser Malacha on Shabbos. So whatever was done to build the Mishkan is going to be also to do on Shabbos. Amalu Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Lazar, Kach Amar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yosef, Ben Lukonya, it's really Kenegad Malacha, Malachtoi, Umalecha, Shepetara, Abraham, Chasrachas. It says the word Malacha in some varying form. 39 times in the Torah, and that's referring to the Isser Malacha on Shabbos. Meaning, anytime it says the word Malacha, that means work done on Shabbos. By Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef asks, By Rabbi Malachtoi, this is referring to a Pasuk of Yosef Atzadik, he went into Paitifar's house to go do his work, and then Aishas Paitifar tried to seduce him. Is that counted as part of the count or not? Is this Pasuk referring to he actually went to do work, and then it would be part of the count? Or is the Pasuk referring to something else, which we'll see shortly in the Gemara? Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, Voice Sefer Torah Velimni. Let's go take a Sefer Torah and count it. Mile Amar Rabba Barbachan, Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Didn't Rabbi Yechanan say, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, Loizazumisham. They didn't leave from there, Achaviyu Sefer Torah Menom, until they brought a Sefer Torah and they counted it. Rashi says he doesn't know what this is referring to, but it's referring to some situation where they had to bring a Sefer Torah to count. So let's count also. Amalei, he said, no. Kikam Sapkali, what was my issue? Mishim Tachsiv, it says in the Pasuk, in a different Pasuk regarding the Mishnah, and the work was enough. This is referring to gathering all of the materials needed for the building of the Mishkan. So is that Pasuk talking about actually doing work? And then it would be part of the Minyan, the count. And then the other Pasuk of Yosef is actually referring not to doing work, but it's means that he went into Paitifar's house in order to do his needs, referring to the Manda Amar that holds he actually went in 
to be with Aishas Paitifar, not to actually do work. perhaps When it says he went into Paitifar's house, that's part of the count, because he went in to actually go do work. And this pasuk regarding the Mishkan, Hachikamar is really saying the Shlim Vidsa is that all of the building materials were gathered together and that was enough, but it's not actually talking about building and doing Malacha. Teku. That's going to have to be left to Eliyahu Navi to answer that question, which molacha is used for the limud. Tanya, we have a b'raisa, command Amr Kenegad Avodis HaMishkan, that tells us that they correspond to the work that was done in the Mishkan. The Tanya, we have a b'raisa, in chayavin, a person not chay for doing molacha on Shabbos, ela molacha shakiritsu ba'ahaisu mishkan, except for molacha that was done to build the Mishkan also. Heim zaru tizru. They planted, you shouldn't plant. Heim katsru sikzru. They harvested, you shouldn't harvest either. Referring to the herbs that were planted and harvested that were made for the dyes, for dyeing the different things in the Mishkan. Heim elos hakrashim mikarka They raised the beams from the ground into the wagons. Vatemlai tachnisim rishasrael mishasr yachid. So you're not allowed to take anything from rishasr rabim, bring it to rishasr yachid. Heim heridus hakrashim lakarka. They lowered the beams from the wagon down onto the ground when they were setting up the Mishkan, you're not allowed to bring anything from they transferred the beams from one wagon to another, and therefore, you're not allowed to move anything from to another one. The Gemara asks, hold on, what did you do wrong if you transferred something from one to another? So, they answer, perhaps it was him that answered, you're not allowed to bring something from one to another, by way of they transferred from one wagon to another, over the Rosh Hashanah and so therefore you may not do the same from your Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah. We're going to stop here for today. Everyone should have a fantastic day.